Dummies episode 90. I'm your host Tim and with me as always is the bell from hell, Jalisa. Hello listeners, hope you're all well. Oh, I hope they're better than we're doing right now. We are coming into the death end of winter here in Australia and we're both sick. So uh, before we start this show, my apologies goes out to you all there if you hear us cough or sniffle or snort or whatever we're doing because we are... Recording on a Thursday. I'm meant to be at work right now. I had to call in sick because I'm feeling like shit. So what better way than to get rid of my sickness by sitting down and recording a podcast for you all to listen. That's right. <clears throat> if you if you can't hear, my son is screaming in the, uh, in the background right now. He's meant to be asleep, but he's sick as well. So apologies to uh, our sick nature right now yes oh we're episode 90 10 away from 100 Woo! Mm-hmm. we are going back into the 80s as we have been for the last couple of weeks and we're going back to 1986 this uh this week we're gonna be reviewing the movie critters but um me and Jill had the pleasure or displeasure um, of watching the newest Critters film this week, Critters Attacks. So we thought that we'd make this a, uh, a double review show. We're going to review Critters, the original Critters, and Critters Attack, which came out uh, a month ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we're giving you the best of both worlds, the, uh, the new and the old. Um, beyond that, depending how much time we're going, we might finish this show up with a little game at the end. Because, quite frankly, I don't think I have much to say about Critters' attacks. So, <laughs> but You've we'll, pretty much just given people what you <clears> thought already. I, okay, I'll, I'll, I won't say any more. Because I have... Uh, you know what? I have a bit to say about that movie. Um, but hopefully we can squeeze in a game at the end. People tend to like the games that we play. And, quite frankly, I like the games that we play. Yeah, it changes it up. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, besides all that stuff, we have the ori- the, the original, the, the usual shit to get into. We have the franchise fights to continue. We're getting close to the big time, the grand finals. <laughs> we have horror news. Before we get into what horrors have you done, we received a nice little uh, message off one of our listeners. So I thought I'd read that out. Mm, very nice. This one comes in from Randy Blanford. He says, hey, yo. I love his Scott Paul, Scott Hall impersonation there. <laughs> Loved your episode on Pumpkinhead. I'm not sure if you've heard the band Harley Poe, but they have a song about Pumpkinhead. It's a three-part tune on their album Pagan Holiday called Vengeance the Demon, Close the Door, and Outcrowd. A great tune from a good band. 
By the way, listen to their song Gorehound. Again, great tune, and I think you'll find a little of yourself in it. Till next time, love you like family. Thanks, Randy. Oh, thanks, ma'am. I've gone on to listen to um, the the songs that he suggested, and I did know the song Gorehound. I've heard it before, mm-hmm. um, but and but the other one I didn't hear. Good tunes though. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed that I didn't know about it before last week because I would have played it at the end. But, oh well. Yeah. If you want more songs about Pumpkinhead, visit Harley Poe. So thank you, Randy. Thank you. All right, let's get into the. Uh, I guess the potato side of the show. The potato side? Yeah, like the meat side is, is our feature review. Okay. So let's just go into the sides. And what's the veg? Um, we usually don't have vegetables because they suck. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get... That was a weird analogy, honey. You're strange. You're the one honey, who said it. what horrors have you done this week? <laughs> What horrors have you done? So, Jill, what horrors have you done this week? Anything? Um, I haven't done too much this week, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, but I have been watching a bit of um, Supernatural with, with Mr. Tim here. Yeah, you jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, again. Uh, season 12. Uh-huh. Um, that's about it. Don't really need to go into it. Everyone knows Supernatural. Yeah, yeah. As I said last week, me and Joe are jumping back on it because, like, we come this far, we might as well finish it. It's basically, I don't know if season 15's out yet, mm. but that's the that's the the news is that season 15's the last. And I want to see how they wrap it up. Yeah, it'll so, be interesting. Do you reckon it'll be good? I reckon someone will probably die for good. Yeah. I, don't, I honestly don't know how they can wrap it up, but we'll see. Mm. So we're on season... I, I'm going to say, when I... I used to be really into Supernatural. Like, season one to season five is incredible. It's so good. And then it kind of dies down um, around season six to to ten. Or around that. It kind of picks up somewhat in a few of the later, epi- uh, later seasons. Mm-hmm. But I remember just being drained out by Supernatural at the end. And I gave it a rest for about two years. Or something like that. But now watching it again, I'm kind of hooked into it again. Yeah. I'm kind of excited to see where it goes. Because mm-hmm. they, they went from fighting Lucifer at the end of season five to then just fighting normal monsters. And it's like, how can you top Lucifer? Yeah. You can't you can't fight anyone worse than the devil. And now he's coming back. Yeah, now they're going back to fighting Lucifer because the devil doesn't die. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 enjoying it, I gotta say. Yeah, same. Um, I had a chance to only watch two movies this week. One of them is very new, one of them is very old. Which one do you want me to talk about? You pick. Night of the Comet from 1984. This one, this one is a, a film that I've heard a lot of people say they love. It's, it's got a nostalgia thing for, for them and all that stuff. I, I didn't like this film. I was bored. I was really bored halfway through. Why? Because not much happens? Not really. Not really, like, yeah, uh, a little bit happens. I'll, I'll just go in with the, what the plot is. The plot is, two girls from the valley wake up to find that a passing comet has eradicated their world and left behind a mysterious red dust and a pack of cannibal mutants. With the help of a friendly truck driver, the girls save the earth from a villainous think tank. Okay. Karate chop their way through flesh-eating zombies and, of course, find time to go to the mall. What? 
It sounds... Karate chop their way through zombies. That, yeah, that's what letterbox reviews, um, plot synopsis has given me. And is it because they're females, they had to go <coughs> to the mall? That's exactly right. Because Jesus one of the females Christ. was upset that she um, never lost her virginity or never got a guy. So what, they went to the mall? Yeah, because that's what makes girls happy, going to the mall. Let's was she trying to pick to up or just mall? trying to forget that she there's didn't lose no her one, virginity? There's no one alive in this world. Oh. Like, very few people alive. They went to the mall because they just can take whatever they want, which would make <laughs> me happy, I mean. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah. That, okay. I mean, that's what makes girls happy. Yeah, the, the, okay, the plot sounds cool. It sounds like something up my alley. Mutant cannibals, they're not... They're basically zombies. They're pretty much zombies. Mm-hmm. Except they talk. Um... Well, it started off in the plot, mutant cannibals, and then it says they karate chop their way through zombies. Yeah, yeah. Tells you there. Um, This one is is very dim on the action part. Um, I just, I I don't think I'll ever watch this again. I gave it a five out of ten. Like, it's not the worst movie you can watch. And I, I understand why people enjoy it. It just wasn't for me. I just, I really had a hard time getting through this. It was a slog. Fair enough. Uh, let me talk about a movie that I did have fun with that a lot of people are not having fun with. <laughs> uh, the Banana Splits movie. This one has literally just come out like the past two days. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know who the Bl- Banana Splits were, they are, they're a part of the Hanna-Barbera um, production. They, they do like uh, Flintstones and Scooby-Doo and all that uh, stuff. Yep, right. The Banana Splits is something back from like the 60s or something like that. I don't know if it was a show or a book. I'm unsure on that, but it was something for kids back there. Yep. Anyway, they brought back this thing and made it into a horror movie. So kind of like Fright Night Freddy's. Five Nights, five nights at Freddy's. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Fright Night Freddy's. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty much exactly Five Nights at Freddy's. <coughs> so the, the, the synopsis is, A boy named Harley and his family attend a taping of Banana Splits TV show which is supposed to be a fun-filled birthday for young Harley and business as usual for Rebecca, the producer of the series. But things take an unexpected turn and the body count quickly rises. Can Harley, his mum, and their new pals safely escape? So, if you... Sounds interesting. Yeah. If you've seen the trailer to this film, I don't want to say that you've seen the movie, but you kind of know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing really surprised me in this movie. Like, there was like, okay. You, I, I, I went in kind of knowing the whole movie. Yeah. But in saying that, I had a bit of fun watching this. It's not going to break my top 10 favorite films of this year. Um, it might be my top 20. Uh, I just had fun with this. Mm-hmm. Yes, there could have been more imaginable deaths. Yeah. Um. But in what they did, there was good effects. Some of the deaths were alright. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there were good effects, I'll give them that. The characters, for for the most part, they were likeable uh, when you wanted to like them. And they were really despised when you didn't want to like them. Okay. So I was rooting for the good guys and, and um, booing the bad guys. Okay. I was your regular wrestling mark. <laughs> so, I don't know, I had fun with this. A lot of people are... A shitting on it and calling it stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. It's a silly... But you know what you're going into. Yeah. You're going into a silly movie. So don't expect, like... As soon as you see, like, the cover, you should know. 
automatically what you're getting. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a perfect film if you're sick and you just want to turn your brain off for an hour and a half. This this did the trick for me yesterday. Hmm. So, thank you Banana Splits for entertaining hug, yeah, you. Yeah, keeping me warm in my time of need. <laughs> I I gave it a 7 out of 10. I had fun That's with it. That's still pretty good. Would I watch it again? Maybe. Only if I was watching it with you, probably. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd put it on by myself, you know? But if you wanted to watch it, I'd go, yeah, sure, let's give it another go. Yeah. But it, not anytime soon, you know? Okay. So, yeah, I, I say I say, give it a go. If you've got nothing else to watch, Banana Splits. Mm-hmm. Why not? Plus, they sing a tune that's been stuck in my head for the past however long I've seen it. So... Yeah. Get ready to have music stuck in your head that's really annoying but kind of catchy. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, beyond that, all the rest of our watch was Critters, so we can't talk about that right now. Yes, that's but. right. Jill, would you please take us through Horror for Dummies Breaking News? This is Horror for Dummies Breaking News. Coming in with Horror for Dummies News this week... Our first story, Still Searching, a sequel to one of last year's best thrillers, is in the works. The movie Searching, that you still haven't seen, Julissa. Yes, I have not. Um, this was um, tied at my number one film for last year. I fucking loved this movie. Mm-hmm. It made me cry so many times. <laughs> I think I was crying basically through the whole movie. <laughs> um, and that really gets points if you can make me cry. because. Yeah. It's kind of hard. Actually, it's kind of easy to make me cry. But um, you just have to make... Do something with kids or family. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I loved... It, it, it's kind of in the same uh, reign as like Unfriended and stuff like that. It's like all done on a laptop or computer. Mm-hmm. And I kind of dig those films. Um, but yes, Searching from last year was awesome. In saying this, they're making a, um, a sequel called Still Searching. I don't know if I am on board with this. Um, <clears throat> so he's still searching for his daughter? No. Okay, so the, the, the writer tweeted out this. The story will not follow the same characters or plot line of the first. Most importantly, we see this as an opportunity to tell another original tech-driven thriller. If we can do that and help bring new faces slash voices to the industry, bonus points. So that kind of excites me a bit more. Mm-hmm. That when, when I hear of a searching sequel, I'm thinking, okay, they're going to do the exact same thing with the characters because how it wraps up in searching, like it's you can't really do a sequel. Yeah, I mean you you can do a sequel to anything, but it's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to do a new, different storyline and new characters, I'm I'm on board. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I'm a little... I don't know if I'm excited. I'll see it for sure, but I don't know if I need a sequel to Searching. Well, hmm. who knows? It might knock your socks off. You need to watch the original Searching. I do. Maybe we should watch that today. Why don't you want to watch it? I've told you that many times that it's my number one film of 2018. Yeah. So why don't you want to watch it? I'm not really in the mood for crying right now. How do you know that... How do you know you'll cry? If you cry, I'll cry. Give it a go. I will, one day. It's a beautiful film that will have you honestly at the edge of your seat and keep you guessing. 
Okay. Yeah. Next story. Our second story, Alexandra Aja directing a choose-your-own-adventure horror movie with Hill House team. Hmm. Did you watch um, Bandersnatch? Black Mirror Bandersnatch? No, I don't think I did. I think you did on Netflix where you got to choose. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You actually, I remember now, you weren't a fan of it. Not overly. Were you not a fan of the story or the the choose-your-own-adventure style filming? I think it was the story. Okay, but what did you think about the Choose Your Own Adventure? It was cool, but then I wouldn't really want to watch it again just to choose the other path. I See, I love it. I love the idea of it. I want more. So yeah, give me this. And with Alexandra Aja, I haven't seen Crawl yet, but I'm a big fan of him and mm-hmm. his movies. So yes, I'm all for this. This makes me really excited. Okay. So what, what does it say? Just give me the, the quick thing. Um... Doesn't really give you many details, but a haunted house movie. I'm on board. So Hill House team, does he mean the TV series that came out? I'm guessing so, yeah. Hill House. Yeah. See, that one could be creepy. It could be. Mm, If they do it really well. Speaking of Hill House, (laughs) I I posted on the Horror for Dummies Facebook page um, today, actually, as Mm. as we record. um, (laughs) The Simpsons... Um, people have, have done like parodies of horror films mm-hmm. and there was one that made me really laugh. It's just Millhouse as, as the bent neck lady mm-hmm. and it's the haunting, <laughs> the haunting of Millhouse. Yeah. That made me laugh. <laughs> of course it did. <laughs> Instead of Hill, it's Mill. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Okay. Very cute. Don't pat me. <laughs> uh, our third story Deep Silver Dumpstar Studios, now developing Dead Island 2. Well, it's about fucking time. Can you tell me this trailer came out in 2014? Yes. So if anyone out there even remembers Dead Island, Dead Island was a PlayStation game. I had it on PlayStation 3, and it was honestly one of my favorite zombie video games. They did a sequel called Riptide um, that I had and then they were planning on making dead island 2 and the trailer for it came out in e3 back in 2014 and the trailer is awesome Mm -hmm. it's so cool it's basically just a dude running and then uh as he's running events are happening behind him and then he slowly turns into a zombie go check it out the trailer it's on youtube but i think the animation and stuff (laughs) looks awesome as well excuse me yeah yeah, it's really cool. But whoever was developing it at the time dropped it. And it hasn't really seen the light of day until this news dropped. Mm-hmm. That um, this company that I've never heard of, Deep Silver Dam Buster Studios, have apparently picked it up. And um, they're saying that they're going to be bringing it out. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. You know? Well, it's been, what, five years now? Yeah. Well, after, I think it was Ukes first dropped it back in the day, and then someone else picked it up, and then they dropped it. So, you know what? For is all it, we know... Is a lot of problems? I, don't, I honestly don't know. They can't think of what to do, like where the character goes or whatever? I... I don't know. Mm. I honestly don't know. You, you, look, you don't need to do much with a zombie game. I mean, just have missions. I, I mean, yeah. That's probably what they're stuck on. Yeah, you, you you do need a story. But, like, 
most people play zombie video games just to kill fucking zombies and to put themselves in a zombie survival game. Yeah. What would I do if I was if this world was overrun with zombies? Get a fucking machine gun and go nuts, you know? So like I'm excited for it, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. In saying in talking about zombie games, I've been playing uh, Days Gone lately. Mm-hmm. I bought it um, a few weeks ago, and I just haven't had time to really dive deep into it. But I went to play it the other day. the di- The disc is gone. <laughs> and the disc has disappeared. One of the, I'm guessing one of the kids has taken the <coughs> disc, and I don't know where the fuck they've put it. But I, I, I'm kind of hoping that I retrieve it. But in the back of my mind, I know I'm going to find it somewhere scratched to the shit yeah, house. Maybe don't expect it coming back nicely. It pisses me off because this game wasn't cheap. Mm-hmm. And I really want to play it. And it was only new. Yes. <laughs> I literally, I've, I've played like, I don't know, an hour out of it and that's it. So, not happy. Jam. Fucking, fucking kids. Don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think it's about time we talk about movie franchises and who's going to advance. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Yeah, let's get into the madness. The franchise fights continues with Let the Madness Begin. I must note before we talk about this, we are recording a day earlier than the poll ends. So if your comment or anything was not read, I I really apologize. Mm -hmm. But something came up and this is the only time we can record, so... Yeah. So last week we had Friday the 13th versus Hellraiser. And this one to some people was tough. It looked on paper tough to me and then I realized, no, Friday the 13th is the right way to go. Yeah. So let's see what comments we got. From Rob Humphrey. Friday the 13th. The movies aren't great, but they are fun. Hellraiser falls apart after the first couple, and I'm pretty sure some of them weren't even supposed to be Hellraiser movies. They just brought, they just bought scripts and wedged Pinhead into them. He's got a point there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don and Ellie. Friday. Five films at 10 out of 10 for me. Wow. Can't think of any Hellraiser that comes close, despite enjoying them. Just about all of them. Plus, Weakest Friday is still miles better than the Weakest Hellraiser entry. He's got a point there. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Dyer says, Has to be Hellraiser. Ooh, here we go. I'm a massive Clive Barker fan, and the Hellbound Heart was epic. That and Cabal were, in my opinion, the the epitome of everything that made Clive Barker the brilliant horror genius that he was. Barker was also a very intelligent author. I do love Jason, but don't get me wrong... Uh, sorry, I do love Jason, don't get me wrong, but it's hack and slash versus well-written demonic prose for me. Fair enough. That's fair enough. It really, Yeah, it really comes down to what you prefer. For me, I prefer hack and slash over demonic possessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, demonic films. Yeah. One safe possessions. Abraham Ram says, Hellraiser just based on the strength of the first two films. Wow, okay. Jason Money, uh, sorry, Warren Money says Jason. <laughs> That's all he says. <coughs> Randy Blanford <laughs> says, Come on, this one's easy. Hellraiser has two great flicks and two okay flicks. The rest are cinematic abortions. Ooh. Ooh, wow. Friday the 13th, on the other hand, has a, f- has a fistful of great flicks. Only two okay ones and one anal fisting p- 
pus nugget. I'm looking at you, Jason Goes to Hell. Pus nugget? Wow. Also, when a franchise has been considered to jump the shark, they go to outer space. Friday the 13th waited until part 10, and that one was actually okay. Hellraiser did it in part 4. He na- he hit the nail on the head just there. Mm-hmm. That that solidifies the reasoning why Friday the 13th should win this. Uh, we have one more. Mike Moyer says, Friday the 13th is just a lot more fun as a whole. I keep hoping the, ho- the Hellraiser franchise would up the sadism horror aspect, but in the end, they just keep doubling down on dumber ways to close a box. Ooh, good call. Mm-hmm. That was good. I didn't even think of that. So, most people there... Went Jason. Went Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. What did everyone else say? You know what? We got 66 votes on this one. Mm-hmm. Damn it. If only we could have one more six, it would have been perfect. 666. But with a, uh, with a win of 70% over 30%, Friday the 13th advances. Okay. And we say goodbye to the Hellraiser franchise. Goodbye, Mr. Pinhead. Yeah. I, I saw it coming, yeah, to be same. perfectly honest. I think we both went uh, Friday as well. Yes, we did. Yeah. All right, on to the next round, which I believe is round 20. <coughs> we have the Omen franchise versing Psycho franchise. Ooh, this, this is going to be tough. It is, honestly. This one is going to be tough. Ah, uh, the Omen franchise. Now, the original Omen is great. The the second one I wasn't big on. The third one I did enjoy. The fourth one was eh. And the remake. Uh, it was okay. The, the Psycho franchise. The original Psycho film is... Do I need to explain it? I think everyone, if you even if you haven't seen the original Psycho, you know that it's, it's a piece of work. Yeah. A, a marvelous piece of work. Psycho 2 is great. Psycho 3 is okay. Uh, I haven't seen the other Psycho films besides the remake. Um, Gus Van Zandt's remake with my favourite actor in the whole world, Vince fucking Vaughn. So that automatically makes it null and void. Because fuck Vince Void. Vince Vince Void. Vince Vaughn. Um, I hate that guy so much. <laughs> um, so, oh man, this one's really tricky. What are you gonna go? I haven't seen many of both. So, have you seen the original Psycho? Yeah, I think so. And um, the remake. I haven't seen any of the others. All right, you can get the remake out of your mind. And I don't think I've seen any Omen. Oh man, this one's really hard for me. I think I'm. I think I think I think. Alright, I'm going to go down which one, if I had to pick a franchise to bring with me on a deserted island, yeah. which one would I choose? And the answer would probably be neither. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I really don't know. This one's really tough. Why don't we I'm just leave it up to the people? Honest, no, I have to vote, honey. That's the rules. Honestly, I'm not a massive fan of either of these franchises. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't... If if, if I was going on a desert island, these franchises wouldn't be at all in my top five pick. Yeah. I'm going to go with Psycho. Okay. Just because of the brilliance of the first film. Yeah. So... Fair enough. Are you going to choose now? Um... 
Because you went psycho, I'll just go omen. All right, that makes it fair. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, get us your votes at Horror for Dummies on Facebook. You can just go to horrorfordummies.com. It will redirect you there. That's the easiest way to do it. And click on which picture or gif you want to advance. And give us a comment as to why. We love reading your comments as to what people think. And um, why don't we just take a little time to um, go with what other matches we have coming up. Yeah? You want to talk about what other matches we got coming up? Because we can start talking about the next round. Almost. Should we do that now? Should we keep it a surprise? Fuck it. I'm going to do it now. You know? So, after the Omen versus the Psycho, we have Gremlins versing the Silence of the Lambs series. Sorry, guys. Just give me one second. I've lost it. Um, So, that one... That one will be fun. Hmm. The Gremlins versus Silence of the Lambs. Well, I, I wonder know which one I'm going for. So do I. Um, I don't know which one will win. No, neither. After that, we've got the Conjuring Universe going up against the Evil Dead. Ooh. That one might be a tough one too. That is going to be a tough one. Then we have the Poltergeist franchise going up the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Ooh, another toughie. Uh, then we have The Exorcist. Franchise going up against George Aramero's Dead franchise. I know which one I'm taking. And that's it for... This round. That whole round. And then we jump into the uh, the next one, which we'll, <laughs> we can now say will be the Alien franchise versus the Friday the 13th franchise. Ooh. I know which one I'm taking or already on that. Yep. And then we have Halloween versus the winner of Omen and Psycho. So that will be fun. Hmm. Yep. So a uh, few interesting rounds until we decide who the winner's going to actually be. Yep. So it's getting down to the nitty gritty. It is. It is. All right, guys. I think it's about time we jump back into 1986 and take a look at all the critters and um, then go to 2019 and look at other critters. <laughs> Feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. We are back in the year 1986, and I looked up events that happened in 1986, and there were a few. Compared to other years that we've done, there are a few events that were really significant to not only the 80s, but to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. uh, rest rest of the the um, time, yep. even up to now. We're still talking about events that happened in 1986. Okay. One major one that everyone has been talking about recently was the Chernobyl experience. I shouldn't call it an experience. So in uh, 1986, the Soviet nuclear reactor at Chernobyl explodes. And this is something that has been brought back into the uh, mainstream news because of the show Chernobyl. Yeah. And uh, it's still being talked about to this day. Okay. 
Another thing that happened in 1986, the Space Shuttle uh, Challenger disintegrates 73 seconds after launching, killing all seven astronauts on board. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's pretty scary. I would never go up into space. No. Nothing neither. about that interests me. No. So, I've seen too many movies about space that Ooh. scare me. And just imagine that ride up there. No and way. back down. Fuck that, no. <laughs> uh, the Oprah Winfrey show debuts nationally. <coughs> and I, is that still going, Oprah? I have no idea. To this day? I don't know. I'm not too sure either. Hmm. I'm sure people out there right now are uh, answering it for us. Probably. Yeah, but I've never watched the Oprah show. No. It doesn't interest me. I'm more of an Ellen DeGeneres if I was, or Dr. Phil over Oprah. I'm more of a Jerry Springer. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if that's even going anymore. I don't think so. Um, speaking about comets, what I was speaking about in the, in the night of the comet, Halley's Comet reaches the closest point to Earth during its second visit to the solar system in the 20th century. You obviously were too young. Do you even know about Halley's Comet? Have you heard oh, about it? I think I've heard the name. Yeah, I think everyone knows the name, but yeah, it's, it's, it, it was a comet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Hands Across America charity event was held in 1986. This is... Why are you laughing? Well, I just, just thought of the movie Us. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this was uh, appeared in the movie Us. And I think, man, everything that happened in 1986 is coming back this year. Mm-hmm. Chernobyl, it, now Hands Across America. It always does a loop. It does, yeah. Um, smoking is banned on all public transport, including trains, planes, buses, and coaches. Was that back in 86? 86 is when they banned it. So, 85, you were allowed to smoke on a plane. Oh, wow, that's scary. It is. Is it really? <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to sit in there with someone smoking. I know, right? Imagine if like you're, you're a, um, if you just quit smoking and you got to take a trip. And then, like everyone in the in the aircraft is smoking, or you're just gonna sit there because it's so small and go yeah. like smoky and. Um, they and might like, have had designated smoking areas where they could open up a window. And you're funny, <laughs> <laughs> but then if something went wrong, you're like thousands of feet in the air. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know how they did it, Man, but thanks. we'll never experience that. I don't want to <laughs> ever. Uh, Mike Tyson becomes the youngest heavyweight champion in, in history. Mm, good on you, Mike Tyson. I, d- I don't know how old he was at the time. It didn't say, but yeah, the youngest. So okay. he, he's funny. I like Mike Tyson. <laughs> Just the way he speaks. I think. Did he speak like that beforehand, or is that from boxing? I have no idea. I've never followed boxing or Mike Tyson's career. I know he's a bad motherfucker and he's a Stone Cold Steve Austin fan, but that's all I really know about him. I just know about him in movies he's in. Apparently he has a tiger, so there's that. Is that legit? I don't know if that's legit or just from the Hangover movie. I don't know. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. I'd say it's from the Hangover movie, but I don't know. I don't know. If like someone said, no, it's actually true, he does own a tiger, I, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't be shocked. shocked. No, I'd be like, okay, cool. Hmm. I'm jealous. I'd love to own a tiger. Imagine having a fucking tiger. You could bring all your enemies over. Come, come see my... Cat. <laughs> just go in that cage. Just and walk we'll in that cage. Them. Yeah. Um, the films. The top films that come out in 1986. We have Top Gun, Crocodile Dundee, Platoon. So far, I haven't seen any of these movies. <coughs> the Karate Kid Part 2, Aliens, 
Uh, this is where we start getting into the horror section because I don't care about any other genre. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the horror films that come out in 1986. The Fly, Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Poltergeist 2, and Rawhead Rex. Mm, cool. But the movie we're speaking about this episode is, of course, Critters. planets in the galaxy they chose ours they hide in small places this phone is dead what they light the dark jay any luck just a minute there's nothing cute about them they've come a long way and they're hungry. Critters from 1986 comes in at a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. The plot synopsis is, a group of small furry aliens make lunch out of the locals in a farming town. That's pretty much all you really need to know. Yeah. Um, This stars Dee Wallace as Helen Brown. You would know Dee Wallace from basically any horror movie from the 80s. She was in The Howling, E.T., heaps of other movies. Cool. Billy Greenbush as Jay, the husband. Scott Grimes as Brad. He was the young red-headed the kid. Yep. He um he is in American Dad. You know the um animated show? Yeah. He does the voice for Steve. Oh, does he? Yep. Really? Yep. And he guess get this, his last name is Grimes. His dad's name is Rick. But Rick Grimes, oh right, funny. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Not the not not the Walking Dead character. Yeah. His real name is Rick Grimes. Um, Nadine Vanderveld as April. She is the sister. Mm-hmm. She hasn't really done much. Actually, her husband is the writer and producer of Paw Patrol. You know that kids show? Oh yeah. Yep. Hmm. M. Emmett Walsh as Harv. He's been in a lot of shit. You would remember him from Blade Runner, Harry and the Hendersons, The Wild Wild West. I remember him most from Big Stan. He's the uh, the lawyer. Yeah, yeah. I like that guy. He's in um, Wild Wild West? Yeah, apparently. I don't know. It's your type of movie. I haven't seen it, so. I'm struggling to think who he is. I don't know. Uh, Don Keith Opa as Charlie. He's the town drunk. Then we have... Terence Mann as Johnny Steele, the uh, glam rocker of the movie. Mm-hmm. Lynn Shay appears in this movie as Sally. Everyone knows Lynn Shay. Yeah. What hasn't she been? Insidious, Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, <coughs> th- there's something about Mary. Um, this also stars Billy Zane with hair. 
<laughs> he has like a ponytail. And he's young. Yeah. He plays the character of Steve, who is the daughter's boyfriend. love interest. Yeah, boyfriend. And he almost got it on with her, and I'm jealous because she's attractive. But yeah, what happened to Billy Zane? He was so cool. He was in like my, one of my favorite movies from the 90s, Demon Knight. He was in Titanic and The Phantom. Yeah. Um, I really liked Billy Zane. I guess he maybe got over the spotlight. I don't know. He's. I, I looked at his credits. He's still doing stuff, but I just never see him in stuff anymore or hear about him. Or maybe he did something bad and everyone's kind of blacklisted him from big things. I, I don't know. I even looked at trivia to find out why he hasn't really been a big name. Because he was like, back in the day, he was like, he's a good, I think he's a good actor. He's attractive. Why, why wasn't he a bigger name? You know, he could have been up there with the Tom Cruises and he could have. Johnny Depp's. I guess he didn't want it. Well, he's still acting, so I don't know. The small things. Yeah, or I, I think he's been in stuff, but they're just stuff that I haven't watched, so yeah. I'm not familiar with him. He just wants to keep the money rolling in. Guess so. But yes, The Critters from 1986. Alright, so I have seen this movie a dozen times. This is something that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. This is one of the first little movies that I saw when I was a, when I was a kid that really got me hooked into the, genre, uh, the horror genre. Yep. And look, my opinions on the film haven't really changed that much. I really enjoy this film. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's something you don't take serious. It's stupid, but at the same time, it's really well done. Um, Joe, what is your history with this film? Um, I watched it from a young age too, and I've always loved The Critters. Really? Yeah. So you saw this when you were a kid? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were introduced to this, like, when we started dating. No. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah. What do you feel about the sequels of The Critters? Disregarding Um, the newest one. We'll talk about that later. The sequels. Hmm. So you got two, three, and four. So you got the one in space. So part two happens in another small town. Yep, with the Easter. I remember the Easter bunny. Yes, that's right. Uh, part three, I believe, is in a... a units? Yeah, a set of units with Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. And part four, is that the one that happens in space? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that one I can't remember <gasps> overly, the space one, but the others I think are fine. They're all good fun. I love the critters. They're, look, they're not the best films out there we're talking about the sequels here they're not the best films out there but they're they're still fun mm-hmm, um, definitely number one is a standout for me yeah I mean I can watch number one anytime I really need to be in the mood to watch the other critters okay and I usually watch the other critter films when I'm doing like a franchise marathon hmm. like I never really pick out oh let's watch uh, Critters 3 just randomly yep. you know um, unless I want to see Leonardo DiCaprio when he's young. The which... one that stands out for me the most is always that um, Easter bunny rabbit scene from number two. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Every time the... I think Critters, that's what pops into my head. The part in the, the part in part two that <coughs> I remember the most is the bounty hunter who's who, who turns into the uh, porn star and is topless for the entire thing. That's why I really love part two, because <laughs> there's really? a lot, there's a lot of titties in it. Good, nice titties. That's when they form the massive ball as well. Yes, for the first time. Yeah. All right. Enough about the sequels. Let's talk about the original critters. Um. So let's t- let's just jump into it. Mm-hmm. So, 
characters in this film. Let's talk about the characters. Even though they are pretty cliche characters. How so? Well, okay. They they all kind of have the same tropes as other um, creature feature films. I mean, you've got the the young boy who becomes the hero. You've got the town drunk who was going off about the aliens. Um, and then you have the sheriff who doesn't believe them no matter how much proof they have. Mm-hmm. You've always got those type of characters in creature feature films. I mean, it happens in, in um, Gremlins, happens in The Blob. It's countless. But in saying that, I don't know. I just... There's something really refreshing about these characters. I like all of them. Because they're doing well? I, yeah, I guess so. Look, the acting's pretty decent in this film. Mm-hmm. I didn't really... I was watching it with a critical eye <laughs> just before, and I didn't really find any problems with it. No, not really. I mean, it is a product of its time, mm-hmm. the 80s, but I feel they all did their job well. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, so let's talk about the family first. The, the Brown family. Yep. You have mother and father, son and daughter. Mm-hmm. And I like them all. D. Wallace I like for different reasons because 80s D. Wallace is my jam. Okay, my attractive, uh, attractive woman. My goodness, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, but she, my is, goodness. she is a very, very sexy woman. <laughs> I agree, she is attractive. Yeah. You've got the dad that is stern... But fair, especially with the son. You got the son who who loves firecrackers, and that was basically me when I was a young kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and gets into mischief and all that. And then you got the daughter who loves dick, just like how you used to when you were She's, young. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, on the air, nice. Um, she's experimenting, you know. Just like you used to. And you, even though you're a late bloomer. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Um, but then we got like the, the town drunk Charlie, who appears in all four of these films. Mm-hmm. Critters, the original two, Critters four. He becomes a bounty hunter in the end, doesn't he? In um, the last one, or is it the third? No, oh, I think it's the third. And then he comes back in the fourth, isn't it? Yes, he's in the fourth. Yeah, he's in all of them. I can't remember if he's if he becomes a bounty hunter in part two though. He might. I can't remember. I can't remember. But <laughs> I, lo- I love Charlie. He's just... he He's the comedic tone to this film. Hmm. But at the same time, he's not comedic. It works. He's like a, a shy, um, awkward type boy. Yeah, except he's a man. <laughs> yeah. Acts like a boy, though. Yeah. And, and we first see him when he's... Um, when he's sleeping in his drunk state off in the jail cell. Mm-hmm. And I love how he wakes up in the jail cell, but he's still got a bottle of whiskey or scotch in his hand. <laughs> like, wouldn't you think that the cops would take that off him? I know, right? The 80s. Eh? Small town in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish we could go back to those times. <laughs> <laughs> the bounty hunters. We can't, we can't <coughs> not talk about the bounty hunters because I think this is where the movie really excels. It, it brings it brings something so much more with these bounty hunters. Why? Because they're so serious? Well, not just that. It just brings a lot more of the story around. I mean, if it was just um, the critters go to Earth to feed, it'd be kind of like, eh, 
it's like every other creature feature film. Yeah. You know? But the bounty hunters bring bring a a zest of something completely different that we haven't really seen before. Mm-hmm. And it makes the story a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, okay. we, we open up the story with the, the story about these critters and how eight of them escaped, um, quote-unquote, jail um, and escaped to Earth. Yeah. Um, well, they don't escape to Earth. They escape, but land on Earth. And then this... I don't even know what he is. Some weird dude, alien guy, calls the bounty hunters to go exterminate them all. Yep. And um, and I like how they're just... They're not people. Like, the first glimpse we see of the bounty hunters, they're not just normal actors walking around. They're actual aliens, and they turn themselves into people. Yeah. Obviously, you have one who turns himself into the, the glam rocker, Johnny Steele. And then you have the other who just can't make up his mind on who he wants to choose. I guess it didn't sit right with his body. Yeah. And I think that was cool. You had various opportunities to turn yourself into different people. And it worked for the story. You know? <coughs> what did you think about Johnny Steele in this movie? I liked him. And the, and the song he sung. I Power like, of the Night. I like the song. Yeah. Power of the... Sorry, you go. No, you go. Oh, Power of the Night is a song that I pump every now and then mm-hmm. because it's just fun. I'm a fan of glam rock and hair rock and all yep. that stuff. I'm a massive fan of it. Motley Crue being one of my favorite bands. So that jam is something that I can relate to. Yep. So I think I think that's another reason why I love this film is because it has a lot of qualities of my my interests in it. Mm-hmm. Has the the horror, the cheesy fun, the the uh, hard glam rock. Yeah. So I think that's why I'm a lot more on board with this film mm-hmm. than, say, a Gremlins or a, or a Ghoulies or something like that. Okay. I prefer the Critters over those those films. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get to that in a second, but... Um, <laughs> Terrence Mann... The, sorry, Johnny Steele. His real name's Terrence Mann. He is another person who's been in all four of these films. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, I have completely forgot until I was searching up trivia. Yeah, he's been in all four Critters films. Oh, well, good on him. Yeah. I say all four. There's five now because the new one's just come out, but we're not talking about the fifth one. And no one original except for one is in the new one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, what Did, did this movie scare you? No, not at all. Like, when you first saw it or anything like that? Um... For memory, I can't fully remember, but no, I don't think it did. No. I um, I remember distinctly being a little boy and being afraid of Jaws, being afraid of Freddy Krueger. Um, Michael Myers never really seemed to scare me. Um, what are other movies? Oh, Jason used to really scare me. Why? Um, how he looked? Or? Yeah, how he looked. Yeah. Um, but the Critters... <coughs> the Critters were... Not a film that scared me. I watched it for fun. Like, it just used to entertain me. Mm-hmm. A lot like Leprechaun. I never used to get scared of Leprechaun when I was a kid. Yeah, because I think that they bring a lot more comedy into these little creatures like the Gremlins. They do, but it's not heaps. Like, it's not a lot of comedy that it's overwhelming and takes you out of the film. It works. Yeah, like, you have a little bit of comedy, like the scene where <laughs> one of the critters says to the other critter... 
they've got weapons, the other critter says, so what, and then that critter gets blasted with a shotgun, to which the other critter replies, fuck, and rolls away. <laughs> like, it's comedy like that that works. It's not forced, mm-hmm. unlike another movie that we're going to talk about soon. Um, <laughs> on top of the comedy, this, this movie has a lot of nods to other 80s creature feature type films. I mean, the main big one being E.T. The big one? The No, the, the big nod oh. of them being E.T. Where you've got um, a stuffed E.T. toy and one of the critters is looking at it and saying, Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I totally missed that part. Did you? And I then must have gone to the toilet. Obviously, the stuffed E.T. toy doesn't say anything. So the, the critter rips its head off. <laughs> like, that's one nod. But then you also got... The part in the bowling alley where the the team, I can't remember the team's name, is playing... It's like Ghostbusters. Yeah, on the back of their their team jersey, I guess you call it, they've got a uh, pin. Is that what you call them? Pin? A bowling pin? A bowling pin, yes. Yeah. Um, but it's got like the, the circle and the cross out, just like the Ghostbusters logo. Mm-hmm. Then you've also got a nod to the ghoulies where one of the critters jumps into the toilet. And you wouldn't really pick that, but they, the creators of Critters have come out and said that that was a nod to Ghoulies. Yeah. So I like how they do things like that. Mm-hmm. Because this, when this came out, this was kind of touted as a rip-off to Gremlins. And... Would you say it's much more vicious? Yeah, definitely. Gremlins? Definitely. And I, 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 I can see where people come in from, because, look, there is no way... That if there was no Gremlins in the world, I don't think this movie would have been made. Yes, this this movie was actually written before Gremlins. Mm-hmm. So they had the idea before Gremlins. But I think because of the success of Gremlins, this is why this movie was greenlit. Yep. If you didn't have Gremlins and you went up to uh, a producer or whatever and, and, and told your story, they'd probably laugh and go, no way, that's stupid. How they roll away and stuff like that. Just the whole story as a whole. But then again, it was the 80s, and there were a lot of weird, strange fantasy-type films to come out of that decade, so Mm. who am I to say it wouldn't come out? (coughs) What do you prefer? Gremlins, Critters, Ghoulies? There is another one, but I can't remember. Um, I don't know. It's Ghoulies down the bottom. Yeah. (coughs) So it's between Critters and Gremlins for you. I don't know. That's kind of a tough one, because I love them both. Mm. Gizmo's really cute. See, for me, it's easy. Like Critters takes the win mainly because I grew up with Critters. Where Gremlins, I kind of saw when I was a bit older, mm-hmm. not too much older, but a bit older, and it just it was too childish for me. Like it was wasn't aimed at me. It was aimed at younger kids and families. Yeah. Where Critters was my jam. Mm-hmm. You know, if the Gremlins were more vicious and violent, then I would yeah I'd be on board with Gremlins, but. Instead, I've got critters. Yeah, that's that's a real tough one. I I don't know if I really can decide because I love them both. You have to. You're on the air right now. You have to decide. Oh. You 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 get left on a desert island. You get handed a DVD player or a Blu-ray player, a TV, and you can pick the Gremlins or the Critters. One movie. Um. Probably, oh, maybe Gremlin slightly. 
Oh, gremlins lover. I don't. I don't hate the gremlins. I just prefer critters. That's it. Boo, critters lover. Yeah, I am. We're talking about critters, so well, I'm not allowed to be a critters lover. Shut up! I was only doing what you were doing. <laughs> um, yeah. What is? What more can we talk about the critters? Because it is a very simple, straightforward story that is fun. Yeah, actually, I did notice that the effects in this movie were pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, why don't we talk about the look of the critters? Well, I love that they're all practical. <laughs> well, there's no way to do it <coughs> differently back then. Oh, you didn't really have um, CG back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, these critters are all practical and they look good. Mm-hmm. They look real. Like, they are real space critters. Yeah. Um, the teeth are... I noticed the teeth are, are pins, basically pins. Just yeah, really multi- sharp. Yeah, multiple, multiple pins, which is very different to the new one that just came out. Um, mm-hmm. And these critters, I don't know, they just move so much more freely. Um, and then, yeah, once again, they look real. Mm-hmm. But it's not just that, it's the way they attack um, and the gore effects on some of the people. Yeah. That really did it well. There is one scene in this movie where they use their, I'm going to call them quills, I guess. Their spines in the back to shoot out. And those spines are somewhat poisonous, leaving the uh, the victim sleepy and, and whatnot. Yeah. But I noticed that when one of the quills goes into April's neck, the sister, it seems to like kind of puff up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great that they went to that length to, to make... Like they could have just put the put the quill in but they went to the extra length to make it look like it's been irritated and puffed up yeah and stuff like that something's not supposed to be there yeah exactly so I think that's great yeah how they did it um yeah as I said before the effects are really good on this the bigger one was a little bit weird but I could look past that yeah insane like (coughs) it's much better than the sequels like I remember in part two, when you got the critter ball, it looked really hokey. Oh, I still enjoyed it. I thought it was good fun. It's, yeah, it's fine. It's funny and all that stuff, but you could tell that that was a robot. Where in Critters 1, a lot of it seems believable. Yeah. Like that's these true. critters are actually sitting in my TV eating a cattle. <laughs> you know? In this one, too, um, we notice when they eat, they get bigger. Yeah, and that's something that I I don't know if I'd never noticed that, even though they mention it numerous times in the movie, or if I just forgot because this rule only applies for the first movie, not any of the sequels. So when they eat in this movie, they get bigger. So that one that so there was no bigger ones in the second. No. No. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's may- maybe it's something I missed. That I I don't know why they didn't keep that rule. I really like that. That's why we get the human-sized um, critter, because mm. he must have eaten a lot. Yeah. If that's how it goes, I'd be like eight foot tall, the amount I eat. Probably bigger. Wow. Well, he what grew, a jerk. He, well, he grew that size in a very short time, so if you've been doing that for years, you're going to be huge. You call me fat? Oh my god, so sensitive. <laughs> um, yeah, so do you have anything more to say about the critters? Um, no, not really. Well, why don't you wrap this one up with a score out of 10? 
a score, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Okay, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come in with a 9. Mm-hmm. Mainly, be, I'm, I'm, I may be flagged by nostalgia with this film because I grew up with it. But watching it again, it really doesn't have much wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's cheesy and simple story and all that stuff, but it's fun. It's not a film that you that will win awards. Obviously, it didn't win anything, but it's a movie from the eighties that that you can rest assured you're going to be entertained with. Definitely. You know, I've never heard anyone say a bad word about critters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are lesser reviews out there saying giving it like a six out of ten, but there's no one saying this movie is shit. This movie is boring because it's not. Yeah, it's filled with, like, entertainment and excitement, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will leave you with this little trivia note. Corey Burton, who voices the Critters, also came up with their language, which he described in interviews as combining elements of French and Japanese. And when I read that and while I was watching it, the part where the Critter says, fuck, and they're talking and all that stuff, I could really notice the French part. What did it say in its language? I, I don't know how to speak critter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it just sounded like a, a French language. Okay. Like you got that or whatever. I don't know how to speak French. Leave me alone. Wee <laughs> wee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, Critters from 1986, me and Jalisa both recommend this film. It's great. It's schlocky as hell. It's fun. But you're going to have a good time with it. Definitely. Let's now jump into 2019. Say goodbye to the 80s, Julissa. Goodbye, 80s. Let's talk about Critter's Attacks. In 1986, they invaded our world. Treya, did you see that? I think it was an alien spaceship. Don't be weird, Philip. Now they're back. Hello? And hungry for more. Crites. They're furry. Oh, he's so cute. Ferocious. What the hell is that? And they love. What's that sound? Fast food. Real. Hey, Drea. How's babysitting? It's going great. This time, you're telling me this one's good? Everyone is on the menu. We're all gonna die tonight, aren't we? Who the hell is that? I don't know, but that's a really big gun. Critters attack. Critters attacks comes <laughs> came out uh, not long ago. Mm-hmm. This year, anyway. It comes in a three point six out of ten on IMDb. Oh wow, that dropped. Yeah, and the plot uh, the plot summary is. Um, 20-year-old Drea, who reluctantly takes a job babysitting for a professor of a college she hopes to attend, struggling to entertain the professor's children, Trissy and Jake, along with her own little brother, Philip. 
Dre takes them on a hike, unaware that mysterious alien critters have crash-landed and start devouring every little thing they encounter. Um, yeah, so that's basically it. This stars Tashiana Washington as Dre, Ava Preston as Trissy Lacey, uh, Jack Fulton as Jack Lacey, Jaden Noel as Philip, and also has returning D. Wallace, whose name is D. How fucking creative. They didn't keep her name from the first one. No, apparently not. Uh, this Ooh. is directed by Bobby Miller, who's gone on to do such things as um, The Cleanse, which I've never seen. Uh, he's done basically nothing. So there's that for you. I oh. don't understand. That doesn't make sense now in the movie that her name is D and not Helen. Yeah, I know. Well, none of this movie really makes sense. I'm going to come out and straight and say it. This movie is a piece of fucking shit. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. It's, we're going to spoil it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good call. Uh, it's so bad. I was. This movie made me angry, quite honestly. I really didn't like this movie. Joe, what about you? They could have made it cool. They, they could have. With Dee Wallace returning. They, they could have done so much more with this film, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you feel about it? Uh, first of all, get like all new actors. Yeah. Do it again. Because <laughs> the acting was not strong at all. No. No. Don't even... Some of it was cringeworthy. <laughs> A lot of it was cringeworthy. <coughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't the acting, it was the writing. What they were given to say was just bad. Really and bad. Some of the delivery of these lines and stuff wasn't good. No, well, that's the acting. That's yeah, mm. yeah, and 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 for all the cast, even like D um D Wallace, D Wallace really didn't seem to give a shit about this, oh. and I, I, I I could see completely where she's coming from. This was easily a paycheck movie for her. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this movie yeah. was so bad, and her acting in this one went down a lot too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about the story because. Uh, what? What? <laughs> this story was nothing. It didn't it's, have a fucking story. No, it didn't. It was. It's exactly what the title is. Okay. Critters attack. Yeah. Okay. So you go into a critters movie wanting to see critters um, do what critters do, but for the most part of this movie, we're following this girl uh, who's trying to get into college. And that goes on for a while. There are scenes in this movie that I was so bored with. And I could see that they were trying to up the tension. But it was it came off really, really boring. Mm-hmm. Like, a girl hears a noise in her home. So she creeps quietly. Uh, trying, like, Creeps slowly towards that noise. Trying to observe what it is. But it goes on for like five minutes. When it should have been cut, on, cut off like at one minute. Mm-hmm. It seems like that. Like, yeah, I know you're up in the tension. It ain't working. You're yeah. coming off really boring. Yeah. But the story... Okay, let's just jump into the, the the meat of this story. You have a female critter in this movie whose name is... They call her Bianca. Bianca. That's right. They give this critter a name. At first, it was going to be Snowball. But they're like, how original. Oh, Bianca. God. <sighs> Um, so this, this critter, 
is... Apparently she's the queen. Yeah. The queen of the critters. And they explain... Okay, basically this queen is just um, killing the other critters. They don't explain that at all. They do. Do they? Yes. Uh, it, 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 it's said by another character. It's said by D. Wallace's character who just guesses. She says, Oh, you're stopping the male critters from taking <coughs> over the earth. That was the reason why this queen critter was killing her fellow critters. Yes, and it doesn't explain any more than that. No, that's, that's it. All you get. That's it. There was no point in having a queen critter in this. Not to mention, she looked like shit. Uh-huh. She was uh, basically all white with stripes of black throughout her fur. She, Her eyes were completely black. Um, she, I will say, she looked creepy. A little creepy. She was re- cute, but she, she, not in a critter's movie. He... Uh, <laughs> Have you seen the uh, Masters of Horror episode, Jennifer? With the mutated girl, the, mu- uh, the deformed girl who eats people. You, I know um, you have seen it. Masters of Horror did an episode. Uh, I think Dario Argento directed that one. Um, she, the, the, the critter reminded me a lot of Jennifer because of the big black eyes. Okay. And Jennifer creeps me out. So this grand, uh, grand one, this critter kind of creeped me out as well. Yeah. But oh my. it was cool how her nails grew. But it looked um, bad. Like it was complete CGI how they came out. Mm. A lot of those, uh, for the most part, this movie was practical effects. Yes. Um, but they didn't look as good as the. No, you the could first tell. Ones. You could tell that they were robotic and puppets. Where their, the f- their teeth were not sharp. They were like blunt hills of teeth. Yeah. So I don't understand how they could bite people and, you know. They must have strong jaws. Yeah. But um, the thing that I didn't like, when you seen them bite people, there was no mark. There was no teeth mark. Yeah, yeah. there was blood there. But when you seen them cut to scenes, them ripping at the body. Yeah. There was no teeth mark or no chunk of skin or whatever came because off. Because that costs more money. They could have at least done darker blobs of mm. um, blood. Yeah. And made fucking teeth marks. Yeah, they could have. They could have. But I think <coughs> they decided to either... Either they didn't have the money or they decided to save money by not doing it. And in result, it turned into a piece of trash. Hmm. This movie is my most hated movie of the year so far. Wow. I really didn't like this movie at all. Hmm. Um, what more can you say about it? I got a bit confused because, as in this one, all the boy critters are the black ones, obviously. Yep. That come to Earth. Yep. So, in all the previous sequels and everything then, I don't understand how the boys lay eggs. Well. Do they mate with each other? I mean, like, they're space aliens. You not you don't need logic for that. They, they could be... I, I can't remember the word. There is the word a word An where... Aphrodite? No, no, where the males do lay eggs. I can't remember the word, but it happens in some, some species of some critter. Um, but that didn't really bother me, but I, I see your point. Hmm. I see your point. Um, this... Yeah, <laughs> I, it, yeah. Explain, um, are, are you going to read that review? The Disney one? Uh, 
I don't have it in front of me, but I, I read a review that basically sums this movie up perfectly. Basically saying that this movie is a Disney Channel movie with critters attached. Mm-hmm. And that sums it up perfectly. Because the cast of characters are young kids. And I'm talking about, well, he says I'm 12 years old. So you have a bunch of 12-year-olds and one probably 16-year-old running around for the most part. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, in this one too, they sort of go for a Charlie character with which believes in aliens and everything. Like Charlie did in the first one. Who was that? The kid. The twelve-year-old oh, kid. Oh, that's but right. They changed yes, him right. into the kid who's yeah. just obsessed with aliens. Yeah, yeah. Trying so, to convince everyone. So okay, this this reviewer summed it up perfectly. This is exactly a Disney Channel movie, and just added critters into it. Mm-hmm. It is not good. It is boring. And the kids who she babysat really annoyed me too. Yeah, yeah. Because just the look of them and how they acted. Yeah. And they're too old for a babysitter. The, the fun, like the annoying part of this movie is that half the time we have this group of kids who have a backpack with the queen critter in their backpack that they know is in there. Like they're carrying it around because this queen critter um, has a, has a name and is their friend. And she hurt herself. That's how they first yep. took her. Yeah, so they had this queen critter, and they're going up to like the the sheriff and explaining that there's aliens being there's aliens on this earth and they're taking over and they're killing people. Yet they don't even think one second to show the sheriff the critter in their backpack. They try to show a photo of red eyes in a boot. Yes, you have the fucking critter in your backpack. Why aren't you showing the sheriff that? Hmm. And 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 the whole time like <laughs> the. The, the one girl, the main girl, is talking to the sheriff and none of the other kids are saying anything. Mm. Like, backing her up when the sheriff doesn't believe her. Oh, my God. This movie is fucking bad. Yeah. It is so bad. Uh, I did think one thing was kind of cool how the boys or whatever laid the eggs in this one. They laid it inside a, a body. Okay. I thought that part was cool. And then you see him coming out of his guts and shit. So they just ripped off aliens. I guess. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna end up with this. D. Wallace comes back as a completely different character. Uh, I didn't know that because on IMDb her name is D. How creative. But then but why is she tracking these things and acting like she knows why they're coming back? Because but she's a bounty hunter. Then it's so stupid. And that's what pisses me off because it never explains why she's a bounty hunter. If that carried on from the first one, like her name and everything, and she yeah. was um, kept the bunker and tracking and everything yeah. in her house, yeah. that would have made a lot more sense. Yes, but we're never given <laughs> a reason why she's a bounty hunter or why she leaves her house um, uh, alone with, with her nephew and goes off in an exploration to find the queen critter. It never explains anything. No. Um, and Dee Wallace is just... She's very... Like, you have Dee Wallace in your movie. Use her. Because the scenes that we given with her... They, they're confusing. They're weird. They're just... They're stupid. Mm-hmm. Her- I thought she was going to come and kick ass. So did to I. To be honest. There was a couple scenes, yeah, where she shot a couple. Yeah, woohoo. Yeah. But... 
you hardly seen her in the end when they did that whole stupid fighting yeah. scene. I don't know. I don't know. Look, all right, we're gonna wrap it up because I've got to go. But I'm giving. I gave this movie a one out of. Uh, sorry, no, a two. A two out of ten. And those two points, I give one point for D Wallace. If your movie has D Wallace, I don't care what movie it is, you always get one point. And two movie because most of your movie was practical effect. And I did like seeing the critters come back, even though I hated this movie. So it's a two out of ten. This one. Mm-hmm. I'll come in with a three. Um, wow. What? Only one more point than you. Yeah, I thought I thought you'd be the same. No, it's more because I enjoy that they still uh, rolled and did everything the critters did and were practical. Yeah. Even though they let us down on some things. Um, and Dee Wallace, even though they didn't use her correctly. Yeah. And there was still a decent amount of blood, I guess. Yeah. Well, well I guess. It's three. They also bring back the big critter ball, which was just bad. Um, yeah. I, I say avoid this film at all costs. You have a <laughs> lot better films out there to watch with your time. Don't bother with critters attacks. I guess if people are big Critters fans, they'll have to check it out. I mean, yeah, I guess. And those poor people, just like us. <laughs> uh, I, hey, on the bright side, I needed something to uh, be my number one worst movie of 2019. So, mm-hmm. there's that, I guess. Just, they could have done so much better with it. <laughs> yeah, they could have, but, anyway. but they didn't. Mm. Anyway, um, so we have a bit of time left. Do you want to wrap it up with a game or finish it here? Um, let's play a game. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Alright, uh, how about Cinema Centipede? <sighs> okay. Do you remember that one? I think so. That's when you say a title and the last letter? Yeah, so, uh, for example, if I go first, you have to give me a letter, and I have to say a horror movie with that letter. So, say you say N, I will say Nightmare on Old Street, that ends with a T, Street ends with a T, then you have to give me a film starting with T. Yep. But. So with Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Would it be A or N? No, we're not going to do A's or Z's. So The Exorcist would come under E. Okay. So not the ex- not a T. Okay. If you get me. All right. All right. So who wants to go first? What's the scissors, paper, rock? Okay. Scissors, paper, rock. Two scissors. Scissors, paper, rock. Two papers. Shit. Scissors, paper, rock. Oh, I beat you. wins. Beat you with paper. All right. Um, so I give you a letter and you can start. Oh. Yeah? You want to do that or you want to give me a letter and I'll start? You won, so I guess you okay. give it to me. All right. Um, C. Give me a letter that started, a movie starting with C. Critters. Oh, very good. I didn't even think of that. All right. Critters <laughs> ends with S. Uh, a movie starting with S. Saw. Okay, so then that's W. Yep. Um, w. 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 Did you know W is the only letter in the alphabet? Wormwood. Uh, okay, very good. Very good. All right. D. The Descent. You said the. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Descent. Okay. So that's a T. T. Yep. Um, 
far out. There's so many movies. When it comes down to it, you're like, I know, uh. it's a lot harder. <laughs> uh, and we usually get like <laughs> messages of people going, oh, it was so easy. I was yelling at my, my radio. I'm like, yeah, but when you play it, it's actually a lot harder. Especially on the air. Yeah. Uh, T. T. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Very good. Okay. Uh, Massacre. That's an E. Yep. Uh, the Exorcist. <laughs> so that's a... Another T. T. Back to T. Tremors. Okay. Now we're back to S. Saw 2? No. <laughs> Alright, fine. Um, Stakeland. Okay, so that's another... Oh, that's a that's D. That's a D. Um, Stop looking at the horror collection behind me. <laughs> I wasn't actually. I wasn't yes, reading I them. Were. D, D, D. D. Um, oh, far out. It's the fourth letter in the alphabet. D. I didn't just count that. <laughs> D. Like you're gonna get the D. Um. Oh fuck. Oh, are we gonna end this early? No. No. Um. Uh, demonic. Demonic. Toys. Sorry. Okay. I was about to say, I don't remember that being a movie. <laughs> Demonic Toys. Demonic Toys. Fuck, is that... That's an S again. You keep getting me with the S's. Um, oh, I just realised that I've got all the S's in the world. Shark Knight 3D. It's back to D. <laughs> yes. Um. You're lucky it wasn't 3. D, D. <laughs> um... What have you got for me? You're looking at the horror cabinet again, you <laughs> cheater. That's how you got demonic toys, isn't it? No, not at all. You haven't seen <laughs> demonic toys. D. <coughs> Stop stalling with your coughs. Um. D. That's right. Once again, the fourth word in the alphabet. Fourth letter. My apologies. Fuck. Um. Are we going to have to go... Would Dreamcatcher count? Yeah, it's a Stephen King film. Yeah, okay. Alright, Dreamcatcher, fine. Uh, so that is a R. Catcher. Yes, yes R. Alright, uh, Wreck. Okay, so that's C. C. Um. C is the third letter in the alphabet. Very good. <laughs> C. You next Tuesday. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um. C. I have so many on the top of my head right now. Really? Yep. Do I know them? C. Yeah, you know of them. Um, Chernobyl Diaries? Is that a horror yes. movie? Yes, yes, you yeah. got it. All right. Yeah. S. Fuck, back to S. S is my kryptonite. Um, Shark Attack 3 Megalodon. Really? Yep. N. N. Nightbreed. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go something else. 
Not breed. D. Shit. Uh, now, now I'm the I'm on the D's. <laughs> I've got all the D's. Um, D D D. Um, D da da D da da da. Dracula. Yeah, it's an <laughs> obvious one, isn't it? So A. A. <coughs> A. Um. A movie starting with A. I know it's so easy. It is. A. Amityville um, house. That's not a movie. Amityville. Um, uh, you've gone blank. You can't remember the name of the movie. <laughs> Amity, Amity, Amityville dollhouse. <laughs> Amityville. That's it. All right. Amityville dollhouse. All right. That is E. E, E, E. Exists. Um, nice little Bigfoot film for you. Okay. Uh, what's that? S. S. Slither. Oh, good work. I didn't even think of Slither. All right. R. R. Shit. R, 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 The Relic. The Relic? Yep. So that's a C. Back to C. Good old C. Um... Carriers. You were cheating, weren't you? You looked at the DVD rack behind you. I didn't you. even look at it. <laughs> Alright, carriers. That's an S. Uh, an S. An S. Oh, damn, we're back to S again. There's so many movies starting with S and I cannot think of one. Um, Shawshank Redemption. Mm, that's not horror. <laughs> but it's a really good movie. Um... S. S. <coughs> oh, fucking hell. S is really hard for me right now. Um. My god, I've. I've Are we going to end this game I've, early? No, I've gone <laughs> blank right now. S. I, I feel like there's. There's, I keep thinking Shawshank Redemption. Get out of my head. Um, oh my god, I've got one in my head and I can't... No, that's not an S. Um, Shark Swamp. Is that an actual movie? It is an actual movie. Let me just double check the IMDb's. But I'm pretty sure Shark Swamp is a real movie. Um, <coughs> if it is, that's a P. Oh, damn it. Swamp Shark. Alright, fine. Swamp Shark. Whatever. <laughs> so that's a K. A K? Yep. Give me a movie. <laughs> starting with the letter K. A horror movie. Um... Oh, that's a hard one. It is. I have one in my mind. Actually, now that two. King Kong count. Ah, uh, it's a monster movie, and I've always counted it. So yeah. Okay. All right. G. King Kong ends with G. G or 
GGO. Oh my god, G. GGG. G. Movies, horror movies starting with the letter G. Um, 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 um. Ah. I am drawing a blank here. This one's tough, Jaleesa. Oh, get out! Yeah, okay. <laughs> so back to T. Okay. Um, T. That's right. T for Tim. T, T. T, T, T. T, 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 T. Um, far out. I can think of one. Tea. Mm -hmm. It's a T. It's a tricky one. I know, now as, now as we get longer in the game, we start eliminating movies that we're thinking of. Um, triangle. Oh. Alright, fine. Triangle. Is that an E? Yep. Back to E. Um, the Eurythmics. That's a band. <laughs> E. E. Now it's starting to get tricky. Um, and I can't say any more Exorcist films. No. E, 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 E. E. Oh. Oh, no. I can't. I'm struggling to think of one. It's getting harder. Um, damn it. Why couldn't you give me a J? <laughs> E, uh, just band names keep popping up in my head. <coughs> e, oh my god. Take your time. No, you can't take my time. <laughs> the clock's going to start ticking down. E, mm. people are probably yelling right now. I know, I know people are yelling at me. I'm sorry, guys. It's it's a lot harder, and I invite you all to come on and try this game with us. E. Um, Exorcism, Emily Rose. Yes. Okay. Got there in the nick of time. So that's back to E. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, eaten alive. That's E again. You're, I know where you're getting these names from. <laughs> My back is behind the DVD rack, and Jaleesa is looking straight at me and looking straight at the DVD rack. This is unfair. When I said that, I didn't look at the DVD I rack. I bet you you did. You were looking at my face. Um, eaten alive. So that's an E again. God damn you. <laughs> Going back to E's. Um, shit. shit. How many more exorcism movies are there? <laughs> <laughs> um, can I ask IMDb? No. <laughs> Ah! Uh, oh my God! E. I'm struggling with E. E's killing me right now. Um. Um. Fisting. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, Evil Dead! I gotcha. 
Okay. Right in the nick of time. All right. So that's a D again. That's a D sucked in. You're going back with the Ds. Deep blue sea. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what's that again? That's A. That's A. All right, fine. An American werewolf in London. Straight at you. Okay, so that's N. Yep. N's easy. I've got heaps. N. Um... Come on, if you can't think of an N horror film. <laughs> it's like the easiest one out there. Is it really? Yes. Um, N. Um, Come on, you can do this. Or I'm going to have to start the timer. N. Hey, you had ages before. I know, and you didn't start the timer, so that's your your loss. N. 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 Come on, Five. N. Five. Stop it. No, that's not cool. Four. And. I Before Christmas. Ah, uh, there you go. I was looking directly at it. Ah, uh, Christmas. That's an S. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's going back to S. <laughs> um, shark Swarm. Is I'm that just, an actual thing? Yes, it actually is. Really? Yes. Do you want proof? Maybe. Okay. No, it's fine. Yeah. You so that's M. Don't F with me and my shark films. That's M, right? Uh, yes. Maniac. Okay, very good. That's a C. Maniac. Alright, uh, Cabin Fever. So that's R. R. Resident Evil. Oh, very nice. Alright, we're getting back in the swing of things now. Mm-hmm. Evil is an L. An L. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Legend of Hill House. Yeah, okay. Then that's an E. Ha-ha! <laughs> um... Now we're going to get back harder. Echo. <sighs> That's an O. An O. Oh, no. Open water. Okay. R. R. Are you ready to lose? R. Stop looking around at all the merchandise that we own. R. <laughs> Still not easy because we don't have many R's displayed. <laughs> no. Um, I honestly can't think of an R film right now. Rogue? Is that a horror movie? Yes, it is. It's a big crocodile yeah! movie. Yeah, damn it. And that goes back to E. No! <laughs> no, not E again. Uh, there are, there are, I feel like there's a big film starting with the letter E that I can't think of. I've already said Evil Dead. Can't use Evil Dead again. Um, 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 oh, uh-oh, this one here's getting tricky, E, ooh, oh no, oh no, I feel like the time's gonna go off soon. Oh, 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 Would you like oh. me to start counting down? No, I don't want you to start counting down. <laughs> e. Oh, I'll, I'll get it in about ten minutes. <laughs> ten minutes? Yep. Um, e, 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 Ten. No. Oh, five. Ten. No, don't start counting. Four. <laughs> I'm copying you. Three. Two. 
two, one and a half. No. <laughs> one and a quarter? No. Zero. I, I can't. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Could you think of any? Evil, E's? Evil aliens. Oh, you cheated. You looked at my DVD rack behind me. Did not. You think, were just looking at it. Thinking another one off, off the top of your head. E? Yes, E. Stop looking at the DVD rack. I, there's no E's wherever I'm looking anyway. Oh, well. All right, um, fine. You win that round. Yay. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed Cinema Centipede. Um, <laughs> it's fun bringing back the games. I enjoy them. Yes. And honestly, if you guys out there are yelling at your uh, your computer, uh, your, your, your earphones or your radios, and you think you got what it takes, come on the show. And see how hard it actually is. Mm-hmm. You know, see a lot of people come on and be like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah, but Ugh. they'll be over Skype and they'll probably be using their phone. That's not fair. <laughs> you can see them looking down. <laughs> yeah, true. Anyway, this is it for Horror for Dummies episode ninety. Next week, let's talk about next week. <coughs> we are going to go further back in time in the eighties. You right there? Shoot, sure, go away. We're going further back in the time. We're going to 1981. And if I recall correctly, Julissa, there, in our 90 episodes of Horror for Dummies, we've only done one werewolf film on this show. Um, so for the second werewolf film uh, for this show, we're going back to 1981. And for the second week in a row, we're going to be covering a D. Wallace film. We're going to be covering The Howling. Oh, cool. From uh, 1981. So, that'll be fun. You look like you're about to die. I am. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but if you if you like this show, please hit us up on the Facebook page. There we are most active. You can send us messages and all that stuff, and we will read it. Um, give us a five-star review over at Pod- <coughs> Podbean and iTunes and all that stuff. We're under the Padded Room Network, uh, and follow all those other great shows there. And um, that's pretty much it for us this week. So until next week, Jaleesa's had to bail because she's going to go vomit. Uh Uh-oh. Jaleesa says goodbye. I'm saying goodbye. And we will catch you next week with The Howling. 